Hey, Brad, it's Mo. How are you? Oh, hey, Mo. How did you get this number? <laughs> you gave it to me. You said call anytime. <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you? I'm pretty good, but hey, you know what I realized? Ma Now in Poco is the last restaurant I visited before the takeout only rules were in effect. I uh, I have hit Ma Now twice on a uh, delivery thus far, and uh, yeah, nice. it is still solid. <laughs> even yeah, I'm, I'm even gonna by delivery, it is still solid. Yeah, okay. I'm going to have to put in an order sometime soon, probably takeout because they don't deliver uh, to where I'm at, but I will make that trip to Poco for Ma now. <laughs> <laughs> well worth it. Hey, I know that you're a hands-on mayor. You get things done. Are you out there like enforcing social distancing in Poco right now? Are you breaking up the bird enthusiasts at Colony Farm and the playdates at Gates Park? Absolutely. I'm patrolling regularly with my taser, making sure that people are following Dr. Henry's orders and uh, will show no mercy when I see people not adhering to what the good doctor has said to do. No, maybe taser? not quite. <laughs> well, you know, we don't fool around in Poco. Uh, no, no, none of that. Um, I am... Uh, uh, really busy, uh, of course, with uh, everything that we're doing as a, a city to respond to COVID-19. And I actually mm -hmm. can't begin to tell you how proud I am of our community, first and foremost, because our community response has been phenomenal. Uh, cool. Residents are stepping up and, you know, doing their part. And, um, you know, 99.9% .9 of uh, our population are doing the right thing, are doing their bit. Uh, our local businesses have been amazing. I mean, and some of them are really hurting because they've had to close their mm -hmm. doors and yet yeah. they're still finding ways to support the local community. So um, I think it says something about the, the community spirit in Poco and, and how big of a heart this community has. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, the community has been exceptional. And, uh, and our city staff, um, you know, everyone who works for the city has been doing a phenomenal job under really trying circumstances. And we've been out there being a leader in, in our response. And uh, I'm just really proud of our community. Well, that's awesome to hear. But hey, I was reading in the Globe and Mail, Francis Bueller wrote that every major city in Canada is on the brink of financial ruin because of this crisis. So how is Poco doing? Yeah, we're positioned really well to weather this storm. And, and there's a number of reasons for that. Um, First and foremost, I think we've been very disciplined with our approach uh, and our approach has been to be very much focused on uh, the core responsibilities of the municipality. Uh, and I think you and I have spoken about that in the past when I've been uh, a guest on This Is Van Color podcast and uh, that focus on the things that people send their tax dollars to City Hall for uh, means that we're able to continue to deliver our core services and we haven't stretched ourselves too thin. And mm. so that first and foremost is really assisting us financially at this time. You know, secondly, as a city, we've never been as dependent on non-stable sources of revenue that sometimes others are. So for instance, oh, okay. if you look at some of the cities that are really struggling right now, it's because, you know, they, they, 
rely a lot upon things like parking revenue or uh, casino revenue, gaming revenue. And in Port Coquitlam, we don't charge for parking, so there's no parking revenue to be missing out on right now. We don't Mm -hmm. have a casino, so there's no share of the casino revenue that comes to the city that we're now going without. And, And because we haven't been dependent on those revenue sources outside of property taxation, it means that there's no sudden hole in our budget or cash flow that creates a, a monster pro, uh, problem. You know, the, the other thing too is that we have, of course, had to close our, our recreation facilities, but mm-hmm. we have purposely kept our recreation fees so low to try and encourage people to actually use them that it doesn't actually mean it's a huge hit to our budget that people aren't you know, using our pools or using our ice rinks because we subsidize the cost of admission to those so that, you know, families of of modest means can actually take their kids and enjoy them. So that kind of is a bit of a wash in terms of, you know, oh no, our recreation facilities are closed and we're not getting all this uh, revenue from people going to them. Um, You know, again, because they're subsidized already, it it Mm -hmm. means that it's not a huge amount of revenue to the city. So, uh, all of that certainly helps us weather this storm, and we've been responsible about having um, a, a surplus that we are able to rely upon to help manage cash flow. Um, and, and there's people at the city who are far more uh, astute uh, with this than I, who um, you know are monitoring it very closely. Our chief financial officer has been tremendous, uh, mm-hmm. and, and we know that we're in the position that we're going to be able to weather this storm well uh, and also in a position where we're able to offer some support to our residents and local businesses during this time as well and that's something we've also done cool wow you know i'm just trying to imagine a casino under your jurisdiction (laughs) what that would look like (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah given my uh position on uh uh, money laundering and uh, other things that uh uh, have been happening in the province and have had some real testing impacts. I, I don't think you'll be seeing that anytime soon. No, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it, but Hey, you know, we've seen like a lot of like right wing pundits point to what you're doing as a model for the city of Vancouver and what the city of Vancouver should be doing. Is that a fair comparison between Port Coquitlam and the city of Vancouver? Well, I guess there's a couple of important things to say to that. First, I, I'm not trying to make any ideological statement whatsoever <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in how we're responding. Uh, this is non-political. It's non-ideological. It's about supporting our people and our businesses. And if as a city, you're in a position where you're financially healthy enough uh, to be able to reduce the property tax increase to zero uh, and to provide relief to people by extending the deadline, um, then I just think that's the right thing to do uh, to support mm-hmm. people. And then there's no, you know, there's no uh, bigger meaning to that from, from my perspective. It's not trying to make a political statement. It's just we were in a position to be able to offer some help and we felt sure. it was important to do so. So that's all it is. Um, now, you know, the other thing that I think is Vancouver and Port Coquitlam are two very different cities. And the same could be said of all the municipalities throughout Metro Vancouver or the province. I mean, different cities have different 
circumstances. They have, you know, different uh, conditions on the ground that they may be responding to. So I have never felt that I'm in a position to tell another city what they should be doing and how they should be doing it. My job is to take care of Port Coquitlam, and I'm focused like a laser beam on doing that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if there are lessons for other cities, um, from my perspective, it, it's that we've made really responsible choices. We have uh, a very uh, rigorous, uh, robust budget process that we go through every year that seeks seeks uh, efficiencies and, and tries to uh, uh test certain assumptions that have been made in the past because you know let's face it our our cities and their and the way they work and how they operate have been built up over decades and decades and decades and i think it, it's very mm-hmm. rare that we go back and actually question or test some of, some of the assumptions that have gone into how we do our budget for instance or how we operate as a city uh, we've made yeah. a very pointed effort to go and do that so, you know, are there lessons in those types of things for other cities? Sure, I think, you know, other cities may look at that and think, um, you know, hey, we haven't done that before. Let's do that. Maybe we can uh, come up with something that's going to work. Um, you know, but every city, of course, is is unique uh, and they're going to have different circumstances. And, and I don't have enough time in the day to figure out the individual <laughs> circumstances of every city in the province and tell them you should be doing this or you should be doing that. Um, that's not my job. I ran to be the mayor of Poco and that's what yeah. I'm on. Okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure because your name has come up quite a bit, especially on Twitter with regards to this <laughs> well, that, hey, discussion that around. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. That's <laughs> but it's, it's, Hey, it's no, I, look, I, I, I always appreciate the love for, for Poco. Uh, and yeah. our community, and I am proud of what we've done. You know, I, I, you know, I don't want to, yeah. um, I don't want to take away from the fact that we've put in a hell of a lot of hard work um, over, you know, the last number of years to to get to the point of where we're at. And you know, it's not just been me; it's been council, it's been our staff, it's been a real mm-hmm. uh, group effort. And, and so we have done really good work. You know, our situation of being in a really strong financial position uh, hasn't just, you know, come about by magic or by chance. It it has come about because of the choices we've made and the responsibility that we've demonstrated. Um, And so I am proud of that. I just want to make sure you're not running for the mayor of Vancouver, right? Uh, (laughs) 110% not. Okay. Just ask yeah. him. Just ask him. Yeah. Between us bros. <laughs> well, hey, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you much longer, Brad. I, I hope you keep up the great work in Poco. I think uh, our year-long plan of doing a live show at the Vancouver Podcast Festival is probably in limbo. It's November, but I don't see it happening. Are we going to make this trilogy of This Is Van Color happen this year, regardless? Uh, we'll find a way. I mean, where there is a will, there is a way, and the the will is there. We've always talked about it. Return of the Jedi has to happen. Um, I look forward to it. I uh, really appreciate you finding new ways to get content out because, uh, let's face it, many of us are at home looking for things to, to do and listen to and, and learn from. And uh, you are adapting to the times just like uh, the rest of us are. So thanks for continuing to 
put out awesome content, Mo. Thank you. Well, that means a lot to me. I, I appreciate you picking up the phone. I know you have caller ID. You knew exactly what caller. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Uh, I hope you and your family stay healthy and uh, all the best through this, through this crisis. We'll be in touch. You too. Stay safe and everyone take care of each other. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.